Hill won't practice. Uh, that's all we got. Uh, it's, I mean, it's just wear and tear. It's just still sore. Uh, I had a question about when to pull or rest starters. That's because I mean, Warner played every snap. Christian had like three carries. We got 20 from midway through the fourth quarter. And Bosa got at least one snap with like three minutes to go. And we got 23. And, you know, so it's would be easy to say, get him out of there, get hurt. Why? What's your philosophy on that? And and is it is it tough to figure out when to do it? Uh, yeah, it's you pull guys when you think the game's over, and um, you do that off of experience and. Uh, we don't think the game's over when it's at that point. Now, at some time in that drive, because it took so long it was, um, we debated whether to take him out before that drive or not. We'd been in that situation before. We decided not to. Um, we kept both out just for a third down, um, but it ended up going longer, and then we don't want to pull him out in the middle of it, so we kept that drive, but that was the last drive of the game. We decided that before it just went long. Um, no, just he helps us get him off on third down, so we thought he could at least do a third down and end that drive pretty quick. Oh, we didn't. How much did that week one experience in Detroit a couple years ago kind of shape the way you the way you view that? Oh, that's huge. I mean, that happened to us personally. It was, I think, forty-one to seventeen with a minute fifty-eight left, um, and they had the ball with seventeen seconds, twenty yards away, um, down seven points. So, um, you know, that's a lot more than that was, and it's not just that's personal situation, but I see it happen a lot, a lot of places. The way you guys use your nickelbacks or that or your nickel defense with. Uh, Lenore first being that guy, and then later um, Oliver. Was that something that was pre-planned, or did the circumstances in the game dictate the change? Um, I mean, every things dictate the change. We thought they'd all play in the game, but um, stuff happened in the game that has us adjust. Such as stuff that's between me and our team. Just, just watch the film; you might be able to figure it out. Uh, stuff I can't say. Sorry. Like a divisional opponent, I usually know these guys really well. Just kind of looking at the Rams roster, is there a lot of unfamiliarity there with them being such a young? Oh, we have such a history, and just um, you know, with the coaching staffs being similar for so long, and the players being similar for so long. So, um, you know, there's a lot of new guys out there. You know, them playing in one game, and you know, trying to figure out some of their new players that you don't have a history with. But once you turn on the tape and try to see it, yeah, you don't know some of the guys, but you definitely know 99, and you know the quarterback. And then you watch the schemes, and um, nothing's really different. I mean, it's two really good schemes on both sides of the ball, and uh, two great players, and um, looks very similar. And that's. You know, the result was very similar to what they've had in the past. Brock, Brock made uh, a few plays with his feet on, on Sunday, including that 17-yarder right up the middle. Is, is that an aspect of him that is surprising to you? Did, did you uh, foresee that when you were drafting him, that he'd be able to make as many plays with his feet as he, as he has? Uh, you never know at the next level, but that's, I mean, that's how he played in college. You know, he did it a lot, and I think it's one of his first games he had his own read play for like 60 yards or something so Brock's always had a knack for making plays with his feet uh, he has the quickness to do it you know you never know how to equate at this level but uh, looked that way in practice and stuff and he's carried it over to games his success is a product of the fact that he's a lot more experienced than most quarterbacks his age uh, I don't know. It's how you play quarterback at a high level. What does that come from? Sometimes experience, sometimes because you're just good at it but uh, he's playing at a high level because he's good at quarterback. When you go out and, and put a performance like that at, in, in week one, 
is there a need on your part to kind of all right now we got to got to bring bring them back down a little bit because I mean they played so well, or, or is this such a veteran group that they kind of police that themselves? Um, I mean usually it's off the tape, and the tape to me wasn't um, totally what everyone thinks. You know, there's lots of yeah, it wasn't wasn't our best performance. You know, it, it's um, there's a lot of things in there that could have gone a different way. Um, a bunch. I mean, the way we ended at the second quarter, um, not scoring on offense, not running the clock out before we gave it back to them, giving up an 80-yard drive before half, giving up a 40-yarder on a third and one, um, possible touchdown on the third play of the game. Um, fortunately, they missed it. They tried to come back to it like four times, but they got the wrong coverages then. I mean, there's lots of stuff that goes into it, but sometimes games just get away, and um, it got away real fast because we broke a 60-yarder on play two in the third quarter, and after that, um, it was pretty easy. Uh, at Texas, you ever run on the backside 70 yards to block for uh, Seth Benson? And what did you think of Ray Ray there? I mean, it seemed like a culture play. Did you get a game ball? Did you talk to him about it? Um, I mean, I always tried to do that, but I was never fast enough. I could have maybe caught the, the slower fullback, but not Cedric. Um, you know, that was awesome by Ray Ray. Um, it was awesome by BA. It was awesome by – we didn't give a game ball for it because that's – that's what we expect. I feel like that's what those guys do every play. Those guys run hard every play. It just happened that Christian broke one, and they would be put in the spotlight as lead blocker. So it looks really cool. Um, it was really cool, but I feel like that's what those guys try to do every play. What did you make of the Amador Lenore's game? I know he had 10 tackles, but he had that rough drive uh, you know, at the end of the first half. How did you think he did? I thought he had a good game. Um, you know, he, he had that personal foul on the sidelines, and then um, you know, I didn't totally see it the same way with the defensive holding um, that he got down there. But uh, I thought he had a solid first game playing inside and outside, and um, good start to the season. What do you think of Pavanga's uh, decision to, to try to lateral the um, interception? Not great because he didn't lateral it. Um, I also thought the guy in front of him, he could have just ran around. Because um, I th think he was faster than him, but um, I mean, it, it was a good setup for the option, right at a dude. If the guy was behind him, um, so I, no, I didn't think it was that smart of a play. What's the most challenging part of facing a Sean McVay team? Of a what? Of a Sean McVay led team. Um, I mean, just Aaron Donald being on it would be the number one thing. Um, but you know they, they got some really good players, but they're always going to be sound. They're always going to have a good scheme. They're always going to put their players in good positions. I mean, starting with the offense, which is where it starts with Sean, but uh, it's been no different with the defense and special teams either. Those guys are always coached up well. They're ready to go, and they know how to put their really good players in real good situations. What kind of Stafford's performance week one without Cooper about that? As good as it can be. Um, you know that was evident why they played so well, and he looked like Matt Stafford, which is one of the best quarterbacks to play over the last couple of decades. Colin, the strip sack from T.J. Watt, after that play, you came back to the bench and, and looked like imparted something to Brock. Just kind of looked like a one-way conversation. Do you remember what you shared with him right there? Yeah, just coaching on when we don't get what we expect. Um, and we did get what the second thing we expect. It was just taking too long. Um, and Brock was waiting on it. He saw it all right. And it was could have been a big play. We just didn't have the time for it. And uh, I told Brock, that I, my last thing I want to do is put you in that situation. Uh, I thought we'd be able to get rid of it quicker. Um, but when you can't, you can't wait on it for that long. Sometimes you just got to tuck it away and take the sack because we didn't have time to wait on the look. So much was made this offseason, the value of running backs. Obviously, you always valued that position. Your dad did as well. And can you remember how and how and why that position has always been so important to what you do? Um, I, mean, I think it's important almost what everybody does. Um, I think it's really hard to win in this league without a good running game. Um, and, 
you know, you, you can have a good running game by having all 11 people dedicate to it and be real good at it, but you really don't make a difference until you've got a difference maker back there. Um, I always think, you know, we've always committed to the run regardless who's back there. I, I think my dad, my, I know my dad did that in his career, but when you look at when teams have really won, I mean, I think my dad had one really good one, and those are the years he won Super Bowls. And, you know, when you look at our success here, um, our Super Bowl run, the way Raheem did that in the playoffs, um, our next championship deal um, game, the, the way Debo and Elijah were running at the end of that year. Um, and then last year, the combination of Christian, Elijah, Mixon, and Debo, um, to me, is why you go on a 12-game win streak. So regardless of who your run, running backs are, you're going to always, I, I believe in always committing to it because that's what makes a football team good. But when you have a difference maker back there, it's a huge difference. How much time did you spend in recent drafts looking at Atwell and Nakua and what are their uh, their qualities, what kind of the complement of them, what, what does it present for defense? Uh, yeah, looked at him a lot in college. Tutu is as fast as anyone. I mean, he's one of those premier play action, top level guys, um, you know, that we always, everyone, and this type of offense, ours, theirs, you know, play action offense, they really want a guy like that. Um, you can tell that's why they took him. He's premier at that. Um, when you look at Nakua, he's he's a very tough physical football player. Reminds me a lot of um, Juwan. Um, he's going to get after it on every play. The game's not too big for him. And um, when you can put those guys in the right spots and you got a quarterback like they do, um, it, it can be pretty lethal. Um, did you, going back to the Detroit, Detroit game where they almost came back, do you have another similar experience during your career, something like that, where it's like, yeah, the game's over, and it's like, oh, crap. Yeah, I've watched guys take, I mean, that was the biggest one that was like, never again, because it took a lot of people out, and I, I still can't believe how that happened. I've had to go back and keep watching it. Um, because it, it doesn't sound believable, but it is. Um, but, but to me in particular, I've seen things get out of hand um, and close. Um, but nothing as scary as that Detroit one. Um, but it's something I always watch around the league. We see it. Um, stuff happens fast, and, and you just go three and out, and the clock's different. Now, when they went on that long, we were trying to do it then. Um, we thought we could stop on a three and out, and they went longer, so it was different. But um, I don't have a specific one for you, but it's something you got to be aware of. Oh uh, yeah, you should get a soundtrack to our headsets. That's all we're talking about. Trust me, we want guys out of there. We want to go put them in bubble wrap and wait them for next week. But um, once you start to go there, um, bad things happen a lot. So yeah, we wish we could have gone there sooner, um, but we didn't. Kyle, uh, with regards to starting two games on the road, is there any positives or benefits that you can take? team building off the field and then if you can get two road wins to start your how that kind of like starts jump starts your year yeah i mean i think it's been it's team building stuff when we go we've sometimes stayed a week away in these times we didn't we haven't done that this year um but i think when you start on the road if you can start out two and oh um there's only so many road games and you'd always rather than be at home um so when you have that good record to start um it's just more momentum going forward all right thanks guys